Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast. I'm Al Rutan here with my good friend, Chris Baker. Chris, how is life in sunny Florida? Life is, is wonderful in, in Florida. It was um, sunny this morning. It was cloudy this afternoon, and we're getting a bit of a bit of the weather from the Gulf that's going around there at the moment, that okay. sort of tropical issue, but yeah. it's still, it's still wonderful. Still yeah. Wonderful. It's starting to get a little cooler here in Manitoba, Canada. So uh, winter is literally just around the corner. <laughs> I just got my invoice from my uh, snow clearing guy for the next season coming up here. <laughs> to pay. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm going to be 55 this year. I don't like shoveling snow, Chris. And if yeah. you, you know, it's kind of kind of this like joke, but not joke. It's like guys my age uh, drop dead when they shovel snow, right? <laughs> like heart attacks, yeah. and I don't want to do that. So that's why, yeah. why I live in Florida. We don't shovel snow. Very yeah, often. exactly. Don't shovel <laughs> snow. Um, but anyways, <laughs> today we have an exciting topic tonight. So uh, for those of you that maybe are tuning in or fairly new, or you know, Chris and I are both uh, certified members with the Maxwell Leadership Team. And we, you know, we get the privilege and honor of actually being mentored by John Maxwell himself. And if you haven't heard of John, well, maybe you live under a rock. Uh, you should go Google him. He's uh, written about 80 plus books on personal growth and leadership development. He is a um, uh, one of the highest paid non-celebrity speakers in the world and is in demand worldwide. Um to come and speak in different countries and do what they call transformation tables in different countries. And today we're just going to take a little, a little um, portion of John's teaching and just share it with you and our thoughts around it and why it's so important. And if you haven't had a chance to read John's book, the five levels of lead, uh, the, what is it? The five levels of leadership. Now yeah. I drew a blank. Yeah. Then, uh, and, and talking about the five levels of leadership, uh, it's, it's powerful stuff, and we just want to sort of share that with you tonight and share our thoughts around this and how maybe it can apply in your business or even your personal life, actually, and how we've maybe applied it in our businesses over the years. So, so Chris, do you want to, do you want to start us off? Yeah, definitely. And, and, um, you know, just put the context, I mean, there, the, you know, we, other than when we did our, our leadership lessons from Tad Lesso, where we, uh, we did, we did, um, really prepare for that one these mm -hmm. these podcasts generally we don't prepare for right we yeah. talk about it like and maybe gosh it was it was probably three hours ago four hours ago maybe um you know we said we're we on for the podcast tonight we said yeah i said uh what do you want to talk about and um no you came back and said yeah. uh yeah you came back and said let's do the five levels of leadership i'm like okay yeah. great and then we just showed up online and now we're going to talk about it exactly and and this this really came to my mind because i was just explaining to al i mentioned it to to one of the emerging leads at disney the other day and he was like wow that's brilliant and i was like yeah it is really but i mean it's simple but it's brilliant so yeah what we we've got here and and this this model is in a number of john john's books i mean i'm looking at a book how successful people lead al's got um developing the leader within you 2.0 um right. and again it's the five levels of leadership is a, a a full book on it but we're not teaching on that book we're just looking at this model so mm -hmm. the the first level of leadership is what we call position 
right? And position is where people follow you because they have to. In other words, it's the lowest level of leadership, the entry level. And it's the, the when you're in this, this level, the only influence a positional leader has is that which comes with a job title. Exactly. Right? So you've just yeah. been promoted to a leader, whatever it is, sales manager, whatever. And people go, okay, you're the new boss. All right. We follow mm -hmm. you because we have to, because it says so on your name tag. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. And I've been that leader before when I got promoted to my first assistant manager role with a big box retailer here in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, I was 21 years old. I, the only reason I had that job was because I worked harder than somebody yeah. else. Yeah. It had nothing to do with my skill set or my abilities. It, it was just the fact that, hey, Al works hard. Let's make him an assistant manager. And then all, all right. of a sudden I'm thrust in. And this is like, you know, a long time ago, early, early 90s, very mm -hmm. late 80s, early 90s. <clears throat> and I was thrust into the store uh, with, you know, 100, 100 employees and, you know, 13, 14 million dollars a year in sales, 65,000 square feet. And here I am, Mr. Rattan. Uh, because I had the assistant manager title on my name tag to the grandma that was in the shoe department, right? I was Mr. Rattan. It was, it was, uh, I was not ready. And the only reason people followed me is because I had that title. Yeah. yeah. I didn't earn it. I didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, re I was in no way ready for it, Chris. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. But here's yeah. the problem with that, right? People only follow you so long because of a title. Right. Yeah. And I think this is this is where, um, you know, again, that's saying that people don't leave companies, they leave bad leaders. It's, I think if mm -hmm. you stay at this level, mm -hmm. you're a bad leader, right? You're what's called a boss. You're not a leader, right? You exactly. may be a manager. You're not a leader, right? Exactly. And so... Um, you know, r relying on uh, on on rules and regulations, policies, um, things like that to control the people. Even looking at your um, the people who work with you, looking at them as subordinates instead of team members, is that mm -hmm. mindset again around you're a positional leader, right? Yeah. And you, you, we all let and let, let's be let's be be honest with this, right? We and and we'll cover this as we go through. But whenever we move to a new position, a new a new level. job role, yeah, or, or we're always level. a positional leader to start with, right? Because yeah. majority of the wise, right? Because yeah. people don't know us. Yeah. So so we we we're there now. the The key is not to stay there. The key is to move up to level two as quickly as you can. And level two is the permission. Yes. Right? So what what yeah. do you um? think about the permission well, i just wanted to i just wanted to go back because one thing that john says in the book here says position is a great place to start in leadership but it's a terrible place to stay right yes. <laughs> we, want, we want to get to that permission based level of yeah. leadership which is which is really then you're starting to develop relationships right people start to follow you because they say hey you know what this al guy this chris guy this joe joe guy this, this Linda lady, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I actually see that they work, that they, that they actually maybe even care a little bit about me, that they're, mm -hmm. they're starting to get me to know me on more of a, a personal level yeah. versus, uh, versus just, you know, I'm their worker or I am an employee. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
And and that's, I think, is a great point because it's really where you start to employ the uh, the emotional intelligence, right? The empathy and, and understanding um, of who you who your team are. All right, what's their purpose? What's their passion? What's their motivation? Exactly. So so you're looking at them on a, on that human level, right? And mm -hmm. then people will respect you, and because they respect you, they will they will perform, right? Because yeah. because they want to. Right. They're, they're following yeah. you because they want to. So that's a choice. Absolutely. There's a quote by Fred Smith that says, leadership is getting people to work for you when they're not obligated. Oh, this yeah. is the essence of the second level leadership yeah. mission based. Right. Yeah. There there's again, they're starting to realize that, hey, you know what? Um, I, I would say even that they're starting to understand for themselves that they're there for more than just a paycheck. Right. They now have this relationship mm -hmm. with person who leads them that they actually care about them yeah. and what are are you know and this we can even we could tie in so many others of john's books with this but i'm just thinking uh becoming a person of influence at this level you're starting to build that trust and that influence with other people where they're yeah. really willing to say hey i'll follow you into battle right if be right yeah and and again just be, before we move on to level three and i'll let you yeah. take that but that truly is a leader, right? If you're influencing other people and they want to follow you, that makes you a leader. Exactly. Because they want to follow you. They choose to follow you. Um, yeah. Versus that, having to. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So level so three, yeah, what's, what's level three? I just want to, as we're, as we're going through this folks, and as you're listening to this, start doing honest self-evaluation. Nobody's going to know mm -hmm. but you and, and evaluate from what we're describing. Where do you think you are? Yeah. At what level do you think you are? And then as we go through this, maybe listen to some of the comments we're making and say, what do I need to do to get to the next level? Yeah. Okay. So the and third level is, is our, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was go just going to say, I'll add to that Al, because yeah, please. It, you, you want to look at that, but look at it in all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Good in point. one aspect of your life, you may be a different level to in other aspects of your life. Yes. Right. And even within your team or within your organization, you may be at different levels. Very right? true. I don't think this is not pigeonholing and saying you are this level and that's where you are and you're always going to be mm -hmm. there. You are not. All right. So just think about that as we go through it too. Great point. Great point. Yeah. The, ne the next level is production. And, and this is, and so business owners, business leaders, listen to the words I'm about to say, because uh, I think what I'm talking, what I'm going to say now is going to be music to your ears. So first of all, the production level, level three is people follow because of what you have done for the organization. So again, you're moving up that, that ladder, that level of influence, that, that the levels of leadership. So I'm just going to read just a quick excerpt from the book. So it says now he says, nearly anyone can exceed on the first two levels of leadership. People can receive, receive a position and develop permission with little or no innate leadership ability. It's a fact that you can care about people and are willing to learn how to work with them. You can start to gain influence. Okay, but that only gets you so far. On level three, listen to this, leaders. Here's the here's the words. Listen to this. People get things done, and they help the members of their team get things done. Together, they produce results. How many business leaders want results? We all do, right? We all do, and most of us are bonused on the results we achieve. Okay, so that's when really good things begin to happen for the organization. Productivity goes up. People reach their goals. Listen to this. 
profit increases, mm-hmm. morale becomes high, <clears throat> turnover becomes low, and team loyalty increases. Wow. Wow. Yep. Who would not want those things to happen in their organization? Right. Yeah. And and the 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 benefit of that really is your employees are going to be engaged. Mm-hmm. Right? And when your employees are engaged and you put in the right behaviors and actions in place, momentum kicks in and the results and success continue to spiral upwards. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that's the the major benefit to get into that production level. And, you know, even like you can do it and raise within your organization. It's what people, you know, John says people follow you because of what you've done for the organization. Mm-hmm. I also think that, that um, I mean, Al, you're a great example. We just shared the example before we, we we came on air, right? But you will gain a reputation as a, as a leader and a successful leader and a motivator and a, um, you know, a people person. Um, and if you move to another organization, your reputation very often will precede you, right? And people will, will again, put you on whichever level it is. Now, mm-hmm. if you are a successful mm-hmm. motivational leader that is, that has done great things, you may start in that, in that new, new role as a, a level three production leader. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now your your well key made. is to stay there because if you don't exactly. then produce the results, your reputation will go, and you'll get yeah. down to to maybe a, a a permission or potentially even positional leader. Right? If you don't yeah. walk the walk and talk the talk, that's the key, right? Walking the walk and talking the talk. And yeah. I mean, I can tell you, like, I mean, morale in organizations is so important for your team productivity and for your effectiveness as a leader. And I'll tell you, I'm working with an organization right now and dealing with a number of the different employees and morale is at an all time low. And, and it's just, it's, it's actually heartbreaking to hear about these people that actually care about the organization as a whole, because they know what they stand for and who they deal with. But the morale is low because of some stuff going on within them. And, and it's, um, I shall mention no names, but anyways, um, but that, and that's sad, right. And, and it quickly goes from how a leader can be a superstar to, you know, to, well, to, to not, (laughs) to not be a superstar. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because the other, the other, topic that i was thinking about suggesting for tonight was the five dysfunctions of a team and i think uh actually what what we'll do and i haven't told out this yet but what i think we'll do is we're going to do a teaching on that in um in our our facebook group Um, and it may be a series of teachings Mm -hmm. um but but if you if you haven't joined our facebook group yet hop on over to facebook look at raise your bars we've got personal growth solutions we've got the business building and we've got if you're a, a man over 40 yeah. that is looking to to do more with your life right you know you've got more we've got the the raise your bars legacy creators and, and we'll, we'll 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 do this teaching on the five dysfunctions of a team because it fits in nicely with all of this i agree so let's move on to to level four so when mm-hmm. you know it, it's great being a a, a production leader and it's at that level where you can become a change agent. And the next step then is that you develop people. All right. Mm-hmm. And then, and when you're on this level, people follow you because of what you've done for them. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So think uh, think back through your careers uh, as you as you're listening, and think about who are leaders that you've worked for in the past, and who is a leader that that you that you feel has developed you, and 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 encouraged you to um, to grow, right? To to become better. They were probably a people development leader, right? Yeah, a level four absolutely. leader. You absolutely. know, I can think of leaders like that. I the the minute you said think back immediately Mr. Green came into mind Mr. Right. Lyle Green was right. my manager when I entered the management training program at that big box retail store way back in the day before yeah. I became an assistant manager and he was um kind fair yet firm yeah. um and just really cared I I felt he really cared about me yeah and he empowered me well, and I, I love in the, this this um, this this small book that that I've got, which is how successful people lead by John Maxwell. Um, he there's a sentence in here under the people development level four where he says that that when when leaders move to level four, they use their position, relationships, and productivity to invest in their followers and develop them until those followers become leaders in their own right. Hmm. This is this is what oh, I mean. Ultimately, this is what you and I believe in now, right? This is right. this is our purpose is to develop yeah. other leaders, and we and we love right. doing that. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we do other programs or Facebook groups. And I would say, Chris, that I think one of the words you use there is key, and that's invest in. Yes. And and Chris and I have both come across this, and it's amazing how many companies we've spoken to over the years mm-hmm. that are not willing to spend money they have a really a, that scarcity mindset that what right. if i train them and they leave well what if you don't and they stay is the response we get we hear often but that scarcity mindset about not wanting to invest in or spend company resources on training and developing them yeah and that's really sad yeah it is and and it's it, it's really this is the this is more of the infinite game, right? One of my favorite mm-hmm. books by Simon Sinek is The Infinite Game. Right. And, and I think when people are on level one, two, or three, they're thinking of the finite. They're thinking of this quarter, maybe this year. Yeah. When you move up to, to level four and, and level five that we'll talk about in a moment, you're thinking more about the long game. Mm-hmm. Right? You're thinking about that longevity. You're not looking just to win today's game. You're looking to win the championship. Absolutely, yes. Right? And that investment... Yeah. Of, of time and probably some money in, in reality in, in training and development mm-hmm. will, will increase your teamwork, right? It takes it to a high level. Um, it deepens relationships and it helps, like we said earlier, it helps your people to get to know one another better. Absolutely. Right? And when you do, when you do that, that strengthens loyalty, which in turn then, then increases teamwork, right? And morale mm-hmm. and everything that goes well, with it. So, performance will increase because there are more leaders on the team, right? Everybody takes responsibility and ownership, right? Exactly. And I can, one quote by John in in the book that I'm looking at referencing tonight, it says leaders become great, not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower others. And I'll tell you folks, leaders out there, stop micromanaging, start empowering, yeah. training and developing your team and guess what your life gets easier right and the results get better and the results get better <laughs> because you're not trying to do everything yourself yeah so do that right yeah. because if you do really good things happen mm-hmm. yeah anyway. 
you may just get to level five. You right? may just get to level five. Absolutely. So level five is, is the pinnacle, right? Yeah. And it's really about respect. People follow because of who you are and what you represent. So this is not just about what you're doing within the store. This is who you are as an individual in all areas of your life. It's really that, that integrity. And it's, this is the highest level and it's really based on the reputation you've built, right? And you're not, you're not only known within the four walls of your own organization, but really mm. in the community, yeah. maybe even in the country. Yeah. Right. Pinnacle. And I'd say very, very few leaders actually get to Pinnacle, right? Because Pinnacle is where you, you're a, a leader who's developing other leaders who are developing other leaders. Exactly. Right? In other words, you're developing other level four leaders. Mm -hmm. Now, you said that not many get to it, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't all be striving for it. Correct. Oh, no, 100% right? agree. We may yeah. never get there. Yeah. And I mean, even like, I think John Maxwell is there, right? But yeah. he even says, admitting at 76 years old, that he still has lots to learn and has not yet arrived. So yeah. if the man who's written 80 plus books, the number one best-selling author, uh, award after award winner, and has trained literally 40,000 coaches plus worldwide now, and led transformation tables for millions in countries, and he says he hasn't arrived, then none of us have. No. But we shouldn't stop striving. Absolutely. And yeah. and this is where I, you know, I, I've said before, I'm a, I class myself as a recovering perfectionist because I, I understand perfection doesn't exist because I believe in continual improvement. So therefore I don't seek perfection. I strive for excellence and mm -hmm. that level of excellence can keep increasing. And, and it takes not only talent, determination, um, drive, enthusiasm, it takes skill to get to be a level five leader. Absolutely. Right? And then to maintain that. And, mm -hmm. and really level five leader, when you get there, what you're doing is you're creating a legacy. Yes. Right. So again, it ties yes. in with our legacy creators. And and I want you to 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 think about this as well, listeners. If you you know, if you, you may be thinking, well, you know, I'm not I'm not going to do that in my in my career. You don't have to. What about in your personal life? Exactly. Right. What about with your 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 children, your grandchildren? Mm -hmm. Right. They you are an influence to them, and your legacy is what you leave behind. Is 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 how do you how do you encourage them? How do they, how do they grow? How do they, you know, what are they like as human beings? Right. What are they doing right. in their career? What are they striving for? Exactly. So so you can you can go through these levels and again as i said right at the start you can be on multiple levels in different different situations right because mm -hmm. you you mm -hmm. know within your team if you've got an established team that loves you that you're getting the results that they want to work for you developing others within there you could be a level four maybe even a level five within your team but outside of your team maybe you're seen as a production level three exactly right? yeah There's nothing helpful. wrong with that Nothing wrong right, with but it. you should then be working outside of your team to increase it from a level three to a level four there. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. You never leave the other levels behind. Yeah. Can I just share one, one well, a couple sentences from John in this about yeah. pinnacle? Okay. He says, he, and he says this, and you already said this, can everyone reach this level? No. Should we strive for it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think we both talked about that before we even read this part, but right. he says, but we shouldn't focus on it. Why? 
because we can't manufacture respect in others, nor can we demand it. Respect right. must be freely given to us by others. So it is not within our control for that reason. We should focus instead on developing influence in levels two, three, and four, and work hard to sustain it day after day, year right. after year, decade after decade. If we do that, we've done all that we can do. And and this is a great point to to end when we're twenty four minutes in now, yeah. right? And this is yeah. a great point to end it because basically what John's just described in that couple of sentences is Bart's. Exactly. Right. If you are focusing and 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 wanting and concentrating on making it being that level five leader, you're probably not going to get there because right. you're thinking of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, what we're saying is don't think of that. That's the result and the success. What you need to do is concentrate. What are the behaviors and the actions that you need to do every Sit. day? Day in, day out, year that after year, that success. year after decade. Right. <laughs> And that is helping other people. That is being that servant leader. That is listening. That is showing empathy, right? Actively listening, yeah. right? Being that change agent. And I'll tell you something, Chris, nothing makes you feel better than one, one of your teammates come up to you and say, I love you, right? right. And that's a romantic right. love or an HR inappropriate thing or anything like that. That is a, a mutual respect, admiration. Mm -hmm appreciation for each other, even though you may not get along all the time or see eye to eye and everything like that, but you've built that level of trust where they can actually say, I love you. Yeah. And I could say, I love you back because I've had that happen recently yeah. and it meant the world to me. Right. Um, and you know, and it wasn't weird or creepy or anything like that. It was just two, <laughs> two yeah. guys saying, Hey, and I tell Chris, I love him. Right. Hey man, yeah. I love you brother. Right. Like yeah. I, just, I yeah. do, I have, but this was in the workplace and then, and the, to have somebody come up, that's actually a direct report of mine mm -hmm. to say, you know, I love you and I appreciate you. And it's like, yeah. wow, that meant a lot. I love you too. I really did. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I tell you, I mean, in, in that scenario right there, I think I just scraped the, scraped the, the, the underneath of the shoe of the pinnacle leader. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Maintaining that on a consistent basis. That's yeah. the tough but anyways yeah we've gone we've gone 26 minutes what what are we what are we sending people away with any, well, I, think any the, I think the assignment is like you mentioned earlier right is is look back at this maybe listen to this again mm -hmm. um and and rate yourself where are you on on that that five levels of leadership where are you in each aspect of your life and then what do you need to do what do you need to change right mm -hmm. if anything right but mm -hmm. in reality we all need to change something right yeah, to keep improving and keep going up there because now you've got a level of awareness about these five levels of leadership that you probably didn't have before. So now that opens up all these new possibilities. It opens up all these new doors. Exactly. What you do with it is down to you. All right. But I guarantee that what you do with it will directly impact the results and the success that you have. hundred percent. Amazing. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Go out examine, do this, do this self-assessment. And again, if you got some value out of this episode, please share it with friends, family members, coworkers, and join us in the raise your bars, Facebook group. Um, if you just search out, raise your bars, personal growth solutions. And then from there, you can go join the other ones. If you so choose, if you're business or a man over 40 wanting to create your legacy, thank you for tuning in. Have an amazing weekend. Yeah. Bye, Bye everybody. Friends.